0: of Haiti, the Tibetan numerologist of Appalachia, the Unsolved Mysteries of Unsolved Mysteries. This, this right here is the Reddit Explains Conspiracy, Controversy, and the Unknown podcast. We're your hosts, Sam Wilder and Addie Love. We're going to dive into the deepest recesses of Reddit with content every day. Yep, it's going to get a little weird. And a little spooky. And we're excited to get going. Let's do it. All right, guys. A couple days ago, I was on Reddit just reading some spooky stuff. You know, the kind of content we have here. We love the spooky stuff. And a name came up that I wanted to do some more research on. What name? We're actually on Wikipedia. (laughs) I love it. What name? Well, the nickname is the Denver Spider-Man. Ooh. Uh, But his name is Theodore Edward Connies. Um, and just to give you some background on this guy. So, Connies suffered from poor health and had been told by doctors not to expect to see his 18th birthday, so he did not finish high school. As an adult, he worked as a bookkeeper at the Denver Brass Works and in advertising and sales, yet spent much of his adult life homeless. Connies resented the way he was treated by others for his frail condition, later expressing that he wanted a place where he could be alone and free from the judgment of others and now we get into it okay under the section criminal career I love oh, it. criminal career in september 1941 59 year old theodore connie's intended to ask former acquaintance philip peters for a handout at his home uh, in denver colorado connie's broke into the house in peter's absence to steal food and money In the ceiling of a closet, Connies found a small trapdoor that led to a narrow attic cubbyhole and decided to occupy the small space without Peters' knowledge. Oh. Connies lived in the house undiscovered for about five weeks. Dang. On October 17th, 1941, Peters discovered Connies at the refrigerator. Peters struck at Connies with a cane he carried, but Connies clubbed him with an old pistol he had found in the house. After the gun broke apart, Connies continued the battery with a heavy iron stove shaker and bludgeoned the 73-year-old Peters to death. Connies then returned to the attic cubbyhole. Peters' body was discovered later the same day after a neighbor, concerned Peters had not come by for dinner, called the police. The police found all of the home's doors and windows locked and there was no other sign of forced entry. They noted the trap door, but believed a normal-sized person could not fit through it. Peters' wife, who had been in the hospital recuperating from a broken hip during and prior to Connie's occupation of the attic, returned to live in the house with a housekeeper. Both women would often hear strange sounds in the house. The housekeeper resigned after becoming convinced the house was haunted, and Mrs. Peters moved to Western Colorado to live with her son. Mabel Burke and her five children lived next door to the house and would consistently see lights going on and off. Once even arming herself with a baseball bat and knocking on the door. The neighbor. Oh, what a woman! Connie's remained in the vacant house, with the occasional signs of his occupation written off as an apparition or local pranksters. Police continued to make routine checks when on the July 30th, 1942, one of them heard a lock click. On the second floor running upstairs the police caught the sight of connie's legs and he was going through the trap door and pulled him down he was taken into police custody and confessed to the crime local newspapers dubbed him the denver spider-man of moncrief place after police detective fred zarno remarked a man would have to be a spider to stand it long up there Connies was tried and convicted, then sentenced to life imprisonment at the Colorado State Penitentiary in Cannon City, Colorado. Whoa. This guy hiding in an attic. For a long of time. Of his friend. Like, it was an yeah. acquaintance. He knew him. Killed his friend, hid inside, and then still lived there even after- Whoa. Mm-hmm. But he was a tender man. Well, he wasn't expected to live past 18 and how old was he 50 something he was 59 dang you should have weird way to live his live his life but yeah okay bro okay you do you i guess well we can do one more all right we're gonna switch gears a little bit and read some comments um the question to spark these comments is what's the scariest story you heard a child tell about their imaginary friend (gasps) oh i love it Stardust and Lust said, So maybe not scary, but definitely weird. When I was little, I claimed to have an imaginary friend who had light brown hair and wore a nightgown, and she had stars for eyes. Well, my niece was living at my old childhood home, and she told me that she has a friend who misses me, and she asked why I went away. When I asked who, she described my old imaginary friend. It was super spooky. (laughs) And then they edit, they're like, I have been informed that this is scary. My apologies. (laughs) It is kind of weird with the consistency in the description. Professor underscore dog. Now, we've actually touched on this one before. Purple mommy. Do you remember that? Oh, I vaguely do. When I say it, you will, but I'm just going to go for it again because it's been a while. Please do. When my son was first learning to talk, he would tell us about something called purple mommy. It could be an imaginary friend but these details are a little bit creepy here's a few of the purple mommy details purple mommy is all purple with long hair and bright all white eyes at the time he mixed up purple with black so he could have meant she was all black purple mommy picks him up at night and turns off the lights we would often find my son out of his crib in the morning which would mean him crawling over the railing and to the ground at the time he was barely walking Definitely found the lights in his room off a couple times, too, even though he's terrified of the dark. Purple Mommy needs a bandage because she has blood everywhere. Purple Mommy has no smile, meaning a mouth. Purple Mommy can take her head off. Purple Mommy really doesn't like Daddy. He told us all of this stuff for maybe a year or a little more. Oh my gosh. If we ever asked where she was, he'd always point to the same spot. A corner of the room behind his open closet door. He would also wake up crying almost every night during this time. Once, during a really rough night, my wife went to ask him what's wrong and his answer was, Purple Mommy won't let me sleep. That is horrifying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's another. This is so Demarious. His name was Ricky, the imaginary friend. I vividly remember saying something along the lines of, Ricky, please don't watch me while I'm changing. Ricky, go to a different mirror. I have to take a bath. What? <laughs> We're like, hey, Ricky, I'm naked here. That's what I imagine he's saying in the most New Yorker accent possible. That's what somebody said. Oh boy, like I a the ghost? I don't know something like that. That's so weird. It is weird. Why underscore so underscore slow. My son had this imaginary friend, Ganga. She lived in the nearby pond, had duck feet, hair all over her face, ate through a slit in her neck, and we were expecting her any minute for dinner. He was totally chill with this horrific monster idea, yet he had reoccurring nightmares about a puppy coming into his room. Oh my goodness. Kids are weird. Kids are kind of crazy sometimes. They are. Darth Senkeli, my youngest niece had an imaginary friend and when my sister told me about it she said ask her what she looks like okay what's she look like broken pieces oh why is she broken sweetie she fell from our tree nope sorry sis you're on your own yeah bye It was weird gemski 13 my cousin was a few years younger than me and he had an imaginary friend called mookie mookie wasn't human but some kind of alien or monster thing Used to freak me out when I'd hear a noise behind me at my grandparents' house. And my cousin would calmly say, It's only Mookie. He just wants to see you. And then another says, It's like in quotes, like a conversation. Okay. I'm talking to Miss Lady. Who's Miss Lady? The white lady with the black eyes and long fingernails. Cue me searching for the next exorcist. Seriously. Yeah, scary. The, it's the, the long fingernails always me they're so creepy to me so creepy all right last one rye doll 13 my oldest when she was four she had an imaginary friend named jack who lived under our back porch and he liked to shove sticks down people's throats what i discouraged playtime with jack that's a wise conclusion yep a plus parenting decision there all right guys that's what we've got for you today we hope you liked it thanks for listening